1: All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We are pumped to be rejoined by Toby Rowland. Though, it, it wasn't like you were gone on our early week podcast, Toby, because we did have your interview with the play-by-play voice of the Auburn Tigers. So, even though you were traveling with family, good to have you back as we preview not just basketball, but also a big football game coming up around the corner. How was the holidays?
0: Holidays were great. Uh, got to travel, like I know you did, to uh, see some family up north and um – Ate way too much great food, and uh, I feel like I'm still in the middle. I think we're still in the middle of the holidays. We are. So it's going great, but I am ready to uh, head to New Orleans and and play a football game. I'm ready for tomorrow, and I am really excited for Friday night and the Big 12 season getting underway in basketball, too. So this is a great week if you are a sports fan. Yeah. Between all the bowl games and the final week of the NFL season and Big 12 basketball starting uh what a great time it seems like every minute of every day something is going on on my television so that's that's the way we like it
1: i'll say this i have i've loved bowl season so far uh as i tape this on my end i'm at the oread in lawrence kansas getting ready for the ou women to tip off their conference basketball slate so uh, you've got the men's game depending on when you're consuming that either uh Tonight or tomorrow night. I mean, this is this is a great time from football to basketball. So let's go ahead and let's. Start. Are you uh, are are you excited about uh, calling your first game at oh. Fog Allen Fieldhouse? Oh, you know. In fact, I'm so excited. I'm trying to get in touch with the Kansas people because the Oryat it's a bit of a walk, but you can walk from the Oreat to a Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I'm trying to get down there at about three. So my my goal. The game doesn't start till seven. We don't go on the air till six thirty. I want to get down there at three because and, and you've said this before. You you've called it many times. I've never even walked inside the building. It's a it's a pretty special place, you know. And I'm just I want to yeah. I want to immerse myself in it as much as I can.
0: Well, you should. There's a museum in there as well. So I would highly suggest you get there early. I don't think that's ridiculous at all so that you could look around the museum and, and kind of soak it all in. It's, uh, it's a special place.
1: What about your game tomorrow night? Obviously, uh, a little bit of time off for the Sooners to kind of, uh, I guess, evaluate themselves, maybe even reevaluate themselves a little bit. Uh, wh- where is this Hoops team right now, Toby? And I'm excited. I think you tweeted it out. I know everyone wants to be undefeated in 12-0. But I think it's going to be fun to watch this team, and it has been fun to watch them grow and come together.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the second thing you talked about there first. Um, it is if you hadn't seen it before, if we hadn't witnessed it before, I think there would be a lot more concern than there is right now about this basketball team. But we have seen Lon Krueger take a young team, and this is a young team, and you know, kind of start from the ground up psychologically. Uh, physically putting the pieces together until they became a final Four team last year. And so uh, there have been some very frustrating moments in the non-conference for this team. Uh, They're six and five, and yet they have been right in every game, every game. They could easily have nine or 10 wins right now if they just could figure out how to close out games and, and hit big shots in final two minutes. But that's been an issue. So, Um, I think as it pertains to Friday night, uh, the opportunity is great. If they could, at home, in front of what I think is going to be a a great crowd, if they could upset Baylor and that's the way they start conference play, then that's fantastic. I mean, that would be uh, an awesome way for this team to find some momentum, to find some uh, positivity. Here early in what will be another grueling Big Twelve run. On the other hand, if they don't win, and and they're going to be an underdog against a team that's number four in the country, and Baylor has an incredible non-conference resume right now. If they don't win, I hope that they realize that there's 18 games, and not to get their daubers down because you got to get right back up and go at it again. And they're going to need to get nine or ten conference wins to have a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. So, um. This is a this is a big opportunity. I, I I think they're viewing it, and I'm viewing it as an opportunity game, in a game in which you're a home underdog, to kind of start your conference season on a uh, not just a good note, but a great note if you could win it.
1: Where does this team? We're talking basketball here. Where does this team, in your opinion, need to improve the most, Toby?
0: I think it's just you know. It's more of a mindset than X's and O's. I think it is that belief, that confidence that you are going to make the winning plays late in games. Uh, they have enough scoring punch. Um, the uh, the way that Jermoney McNeese and Jordan Shepard have played over the last couple of games is very encouraging, and you put that together with The other pieces, and Jordan Woodard and Christian James, and Rashard Odoms is playing fantastic basketball right now on both ends of the court. Defensively, he's just been a monster. And, you know, Doolittle and everybody else, I mean, they've got a ton of weapons. Um, But like I said, in all of those losses, in every loss, even the Wisconsin game, on the road at Wisconsin, as difficult of an environment as that can be, they were ahead uh, in the second half up there. And all of the other games, they had sizable leads at some point. Um, Not not so much the Auburn game, but they did. I mean, they were right there in the Auburn game, too. So if they, I I think what they've got to get better at is believing in the second half, under 10 minutes to go, under five minutes to go, final two minutes, we're going to make the play to win this game. And this is almost identical to the OU team about three years ago that had just a terrible time finishing games. It was the team that went up to Creighton and then lost a big second half lead and let it slip away. And somewhere along the way, they figured it out. And so I think you got to do it once. I think that's how you learn. I mean, I think you got to do it. You got to go through a game that's tight and emotional and hard fought. And with uh, two minutes left or 30 seconds left or whatever it is, somebody makes a winning play and everybody goes, ah, well, we can do it, right. and then the next time they're in that same situation, they believe, and they do it again, and then they then they get a little swagger to them. So, I, I that's I think more than anything else, X's O's, uh, post play, guard play, defense. I'm sure there's some things along, you know, in those categories that Lon Kruger could illuminate better than I could. But I, I think it's just a mindset that that needs to develop and, and click on for them.
1: I think they're still fun, man. If there is one thing, and, and I and again, we can lay it out that maybe you get overly uh, excited or maybe even a little bit spoiled as a fan with the way things had gone over the last few seasons. But Toby, they're they're definitely a fun team to watch, man. There's a lot of youth. There's a lot of energy. I think this team is going to be a blast to follow throughout the season.
0: No, I agree. They they are a joy to watch, and and you kind of. Uh, have to take joy and you know the win. we all want to see him win and uh dunks or odom's dunks and, and the open floor and all that's exciting but just watching it come together and a master at his craft and lon Kruger try to put the right pieces in the right place um you can tell he's kind of like you know we're all at a holiday time i don't know if you guys at uh, your house put together puzzles or not but uh at at my mother-in-law's house they always put out a puzzle on the table right and at any point in the day you'll see someone just kind of leaning over the puzzle trying to figure out all right where does this piece go (laughs) that's the kind of way lon Kruger's that guy at the holidays he's at the table right now leaning over the puzzle trying to figure out where does this piece fit and uh uh you know he's going to figure it out eventually
1: Toby Rowland is hanging with us as we preview not only the OU Hoops conference opener tomorrow night against Baylor, should be a great crowd, 7 o'clock, but then we are hitting the road as soon as you get done on Saturday morning and driving down to New Orleans. For the Sugar Bowl, teams already there. Pre-game prep has started. Uh, I, I don't know if your excitement level will kick into high gear until after basketball uh, wraps up on Friday night, Toby. But I'm telling you what, I'm pretty. I'm starting to allow myself to really get excited about Monday because here we are. It's game week. You know, you you spend a lot of time waiting because you don't want to get overhyped, and you know there's a big break between the end of the regular season and the bowl game. But here we are, and I'm getting pretty jacked up about this matchup.
0: Yeah, I always struggle. When the team uh, in bowl week, when the team arrives at bowl site and we're still left behind, I always feel like I'm missing out on something. So uh, now that they're down in New Orleans and we're up here, I'm getting pretty antsy for this game. I, I think we, you know, you couple that with all of the other uh, high caliber bowl matchups that we're beginning to see, we're getting to the point in the bowl season now where we're starting to see the big boys uh, yes. go head to. And that gets your juices flowing a little bit, too. So um, I'm excited. I think we've got a great one. Um, I think this Oklahoma offense against this Auburn defense is going to live up to the billing on Monday night.
1: We're – and again, it's so weird because we're always with the team. And when they're somewhere and we're not – it's it's an odd adjustment, but you know I was seeing reports out of Auburn. Jarrett Stidham's playing Baker Mayfield as they prepare from the Auburn side of things. Then there's questions about the true health of Sean White and if he's going to be ready or not. Meanwhile, from uh, Oklahoma camp. Uh, Ti, I know it's only been a couple of days, but you know it just really seems kind of like business as usual. It doesn't seem as if there's too much this team is fretting about. and you know maybe to a certain degree with all the distractions over the last few weeks, it's been somewhat therapeutic for this team to get back on the field and just work on their craft.
0: I think there's some truth to what you said. It has been quiet and on the uh, and knock on wood. hopefully it stays that way on uh, the injury front on the academic front—I know Dal- Dalton Rodriguez didn't make the trip with him, but other than that, um, uh, you know, nobody's nobody's gotten in trouble or anything mm-hmm. like that. And and a lot of times, and there's still time before Monday. Hopefully, <laughs> yes. none of this happens. But it has been somewhat eerily quiet. But I do think all of the other distractions, some good and some uh, regrettable, for Baker and Dee going to the Heisman trophy ceremony and all the awards in Orlando and and the other press conference stuff that's happened around here the last couple of weeks, um, has, you know, to some extent created a bubble for the football team to go practice in relative anonymity or to exist in without a whole lot of people uh, paying attention to them. And, um, I think that changes this week. Once they get down to new Orleans and, um, everybody wants to talk about the game and everything, but, uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty quiet. Um I'm intrigued to see exactly what Lincoln Riley's got in store for us. Uh when he's got seven days he usually concocts a wrinkle or two that uh has a soft smiling. So when he's got a whole month, I'm excited to see what, what he's got in his bag of tricks and I'm excited to see uh what what Mike Stutz has in store. I think he is eager to end this season on a positive note, like the second half of the Bedlam game yep. was. So if he could uh, dial up a game plan against, um, you know, these running backs, not that they don't have some playmakers at quarterback and receiver. I think they're a little underrated when they're all healthy offensively, but Petway and Johnson are beasts at running back. And so um, I'm a little worried about that. You know, we saw West Virginia had tremendous success on the ground against Oklahoma and these guys are, are better than that. So, um, what what can they dial up game plan wise to deal with uh, Petway and Johnson on the ground? That that'll be interesting.
1: All right, Toby, great stuff as always, man. Look forward to seeing you uh, on the road. As we hit uh, the trail towards New Orleans, then I guess maybe we'll have to talk about next Monday, and maybe we'll postpone the podcast until later next week because of the game being on Monday night. Uh, Then you turn around and you hit the road for some basketball, so there's no rest for the weary. Friday night in Norman, Saturday uh, on your way to New Orleans, and then what, turning around and heading to Fort Worth after the game on Monday? That's right.
0: We'll go straight from New Orleans to Fort Worth. Wow. Uh, the Sugar Bowl is Monday night. Tuesday night, the Sooners are are at TCU uh, for their first Big 12 road game. Uh, Jamie Dixon seems 11-1 and one in the stuff. non-conference. And they get Kansas at home in Fort Worth for their opener on Friday night. And then the next night, we'll be in Norman for the Sooner women back in town Um uh, on the television call oh, for nice. that one. So next, next week is a is a lot of fun, and maybe, I don't know, maybe Tuesday or whenever it's best for you, we'll find a time to uh, hammer out a podcast with our reaction to what happened in the Sugar Bowl.
1: Sounds good, Toby. Safe travels, buddy. We appreciate it.
0: Hey, have a great call tonight, uh, Chris. I'm excited for you. All right, go buddy. And get, get us a win up there.
1: Amen. So there you go. The voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, as we count down not only to the start of the conference season for basketball, which will be – Friday night against Baylor at 7 o'clock inside the LNC but also the Sugar Bowl. We'll work on the schedule for the Sooner Sports Podcast next week. Obviously, it'll be a little bit fluid with game day on Monday. But as always, stay subscribed at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. That's Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And as always, make sure you're following us at OU on the air at TV for all the latest. Until then, everyone, have a great week. And we'll check in next from New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. Boomer Sooner, everybody.
0: This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.